welcome back to the Deliberate Day podcast. We are your hosts, Tiffany and Brittany. And mamas, we are so happy you are back joining us again because we're picking up right where we left off last week and we are continuing with the conversation of our goals. And thank you for coming back because we know how important your time is and we love having you here. Yes, we do. Thank you. Thank you. So without further ado, let's jump back in. Okay, so my next goal is bless our home. And that was something that we discussed. Our home is kind of the heartbeat of our life. We spend a lot of time there. How our home serves us, how our home blesses our family, and how we can in turn bless our home was really important to us this year. So one of the things we really wanted to do was in this first quarter and really taking it month by month, if this works out, is just declutter one room a month. Because we don't actually, it was kind of funny, My husband was like, yeah, that's a great goal. And then I was looking at it. I was like, well, what rooms do we want to do? And we started writing things down. And we don't actually even have 12 rooms in our house. So (laughs) I was like, oh, we've got space for extra room. Like, we've got space for new goals now. So we're going to try and tackle one room a month of decluttering with our children. So this is an important aspect for us. It's It does make it a little more challenging, I have to admit. I would much rather be like, okay, I'm going to work this day. I'm going to declutter everything. And then we're going to move on. But one of our goals is to, as always, raise adults and to invite them into these processes because this is what's building foundations in their own lives. And it's important to us to live more minimally, to live more intentionally, to live more deliberate. Go figure, the deliberate day. So we're going to invite our kids into that. And then there are some other kind of big dream goals for us this year that we would really like to try and achieve. And that is to replace our water heater which currently only lets like one and a half people shower and then takes about 20 to 30 minutes to reheat. So if you're not one of the lucky people who gets in (laughs) first, then you're typically taking a cooler shower. And then it just keeps getting cooler and cooler and cooler in Florida. So I support that. That is a good Wim Hof. (laughs) It is. That's that's a goal within a goal. That's a twofer. Yeah, it is. Actually, my older kids often take cooler showers. My husband and I often take cooler showers. So it would just be lovely to have a water heater that can handle uh, our lives a little bit more. Maybe even wash dishes and then everybody gets to shower too, which would be crazy. (laughs) Okay, though, I have a question for the people in the back. Yes. Are you going to go tankless or tanked? I I think we'd like to go tankless if (gasps) we can. I know. Actually, I'm a little worried about tankless because... I was like, honey, if people have perpetual hot water, we're going to have like 45-minute showers on our hands, okay? Like, that's going to be out of control. We're going to have to, like, have a timer on the back of the door and be like, you still only get 5 to 10 minutes, and then you have to get out. So we would like to go tankless. We feel like it would add to the value of our home, and it would add to the value of our lives while we're still living there, which, honestly, will probably be in this little house forever. Like, it was meant to be just a starter home, and we will probably live in it forever. <laughs> which is so. fine, but we're we're in Team Tankless. Yeah. It is so delightful to go and take, like, a piping hot shower that doesn't just start cutting out on you. And our water heater is really funny. It'll go from really hot to freezing cold. It's not like, oh, it's getting cold on you now. It's like, hot, 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 cold. 
Okay, and actually one of the other things we have our sights on in this first quarter because we would like to use our tax refund money to put into some of these things like the water heater replacement and to upgrade our garage. Our garage right now needs a lot of love so that it serves our family more and it's one of the most neglected areas of our home. We've done things, little things here and there to keep it more organized, but it really needs a lot of love poured into it at once to say what exactly do we need here right now And let's achieve that so that we can move forward with it constantly serving our family. Well, and you have woodworking. Like, you have a lot of really nice tools in there. You have woodworkers. Like, you you use your garage. We do. We use our garage a lot. So making it where saws can be pulled out, where we have some of them on tables, but two of us have to carry the table out. And so to just literally buy casters, put the casters on the table – And then have a table that can now be wheeled out to use the saw. Like those little things will make a huge difference. Also, like I said, we live in a reasonably sized house. We live in 1,800 square feet with nine people. And so that means that we do have to be intentional about storage. And we have to use what we have really well. And currently in our garage, we're not quite doing that. (laughs) So that's the goal. I like that. I think that's a good goal. All right, what have you got up next? Okay, so speaking about home, right, I'm kind of combining the home habits with raising adults, and this is something you've kind of teased about forever, but I would like my kids to handle house things when I'm not there. Ooh, yes. Because I've seen your kids handle house things when you're not there. Also, I might have written this down last night because that's who I am. And I was working on the podcast that we did with Sterling Jayquist. Ah, so good. It is so good. And she talks about systems. Like, she is very big into systems. And I really think that is going to help me this year. Last year, I turned over a lot of laundry responsibilities, and that helped. Yeah, it does. It makes a big difference. It does, because honestly, my big kids are all, okay, Two of my big kids are about the same size. I can't tell their clothes apart. (laughs) What? That is a lot of stuff to remember. Obviously, the girl, I got that, right? Like, her clothes are different, mostly just shorts that are way too short. We're working on that. But my two older, my two younger boys, their clothes are very similar. When Mm -hmm. my oldest son comes home, his clothes are very similar to the third child. Now my 17, soon to be 18, but... I'm not going to wash a dish before I put it in a dishwasher. Which, if you don't, you will break them. Exactly. (laughs) Which is why I broke three of them. It's just ridiculous. I have to agree. I would honestly rather just hand wash all my dishes, which is crazy. My Mimi always hand washed everything, and my grandfather would joke that she was his dishwasher. And I was like, oh, no, I'll always have a dishwasher. I honestly don't think I'll have a dishwasher, especially when it's just my husband and I. I actually enjoy washing dishes. It's kind of cathartic. Yes, it's kind of cathartic. And I love standing there and just doing one task while everyone else kind of flits around me and cleans up everything else. (laughs) So, yeah, I completely agree. I'm on team no dishwasher. So we got rid of ours. We actually got another freezer, which fits us just perfectly because we are carnivores and we need lots of freezers to put meat in. Anyways, so in February, we are going to outline responsibilities so everyone knows Who is supposed to be doing what? I think that's really important. Yes. Clarity. That Clarity is kindness. It. I don't know who said that. John Acuff. John Acuff. Of course he did. Of course he did. Clarity is kindness. Clarity is kindness. And then we are going to start training. Now, 
because of our interaction. And that is the big part. Yeah, but also I knew this before. Training is just like goals. Goals are going to take longer than you think. Do you want to know how long your goal is going to take? I will tell you. It's going to take longer than you think it will. <laughs> it's going to take longer than you want it to. Training is the same thing. Yeah. To train a child to do any task that you do, it's going to take longer than you would like it to take, and it's going to take longer than you think it'll take. So that is that is our February, and honestly, training is probably going to waterfall into March and April. Uh, I would definitely think so. But when you start working on these things, they start to waterfall into different areas. That training starts to pay off and habits start to be built. I agree. I 100% agree. And I'm looking forward to my kids knowing how to do stuff when they leave my home. But also I'm looking forward to less of me, yes, listening to all my favorite podcasts, but from <laughs> like 8 to 9 p.m. when I'd much rather be spending time doing books with my kids or, or being awake with mm-hmm. my husband. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. For sure. Okay, so for me, the next one is financial responsibility. And do you have one around finances as well? I don't want to be financially responsible. <laughs> Honestly, I would like, no, I I might. Let's see. Let's see. All right, while well, you look through yours. So one of the big goals for us this year, and a lot of our goals actually kind of stem in and through this is one that's woven everywhere because the finances have a big impact on some of the things we can achieve like getting a water heater and everything so one of the things we're working towards is paying for a family reunion that we're going to be doing with all of my family I have seven siblings and all seven of them agreed to get together this coming year at a cabin in Tennessee So we are all pitching in and all staying in a great big house. It is going to be a wild rumpus. It is going to be fantastic. I cannot wait. The place we're staying at, my kids and I are super excited about. My sister really kind of piloted this whole idea and just took it and ran with it. And everybody jumped on board. So that's a really big thing that we'd like our finances to go towards this year is creating memories in that way. Then we also want to fix our cars up. Our cars need some love right now. They need new tires. And (laughs) as anyone knows, tires are expensive. But on the transit vans, they're really expensive. So that's going to be a big thing that we'd like to pour some money into this year so that our vehicles can continue serving us. So a lot of the things that we're trying to look at for our financial goals are what are things that will continue to serve us and what are things that we really need to serve us. And so that's what we're looking at as far as what we can do for our money this year. That's it for the first quarter is just tires and then paying off the family reunion. Okay. So okay, and the water heater in the garage. Sorry. I, well, Those are in there too. Yeah. I think financial goals kind of touch everything actually now that you're saying that because I'm seeing a theme. Money is required for life, right? Like that's... It is. I think the financial goal kind of weaves in through everything. Well, good, because I don't have one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If that tells you anything about me, but I do have one that's kind of related to your family reunion. Okay. Okay. So Thanksgiving 2040. I actually have two Thanksgiving 2040 goals, but this is our whole family Thanksgiving 2040 goal. Ah, And Thanksgiving 2040 is an idea that I've had literally since my kids were little, since my biggest kids were little. So a little backstory, there was a time when I had three, three and under. Actually, yes, there was a time (laughs) when I had three, three and under. 
I had four under five, I believe, or four under six, and I had five under eight. So when I talk to you guys, yes, I know my kids are older now. Like I've forgotten a lot of things, thankfully. Oh my goodness, of course. <laughs> I have the hardest time remembering those stages, like individually like that. I had this many under this. I just know like I had 11 pregnancies in 11 years. That's And that's... <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Do the math yourself, mamas. Yeah, but that's, that is a gift, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a gift in itself. So when my kids were all little and I was surviving, like really surviving, I had just had my fourth son when my husband came home from war injured and I was 28 years old. Like I was not old by any means. So on those toughest days, I would always try to think forward to Thanksgiving 2040. And I would imagine my kids coming back home, all of us being together in this not picture perfect, right? Like it's not going to be It's not going to be everyone's getting along and we're all wonderful, but they're coming back. And that is part of my theme for these goals. So the first one is what kind of family we are. We want to be an outdoor fun family. I love that. And an outdoor fun family that's human powered. Okay. I don't trust motorboats. I don't trust motors. I don't like boats. I don't think people around here are responsible enough to have boats. (laughs) Uh, because a lot of them are just renting boats and they took like a two-hour class and then they're like zooming well, a everywhere. A lot of them are drinking the entire time they're and on the boats. Yes. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I've always been really big on human-powered things. We got some paddle boards super cheap from a company that was selling them secondhand a couple of years ago. So we're kind of, we've been building up our stock. We gave our truck, which we used to transport the paddle boards, to our son when he turned 16, our second son. So... We've had paddle boards, no way to bring them anywhere for a couple of years now. And my husband had like three surgeries in the course of 18 months. Mm -hmm. So putting him on a paddle board was just not going to happen. So now this year, we've had several years of physical therapy. He is working on walking and being more stable, which is fantastic. And we have the opportunity because of a wonderful homeschool scholarship to make sure that each of our children has a watercraft that's appropriate for their age, and we have our old stock for us. So we are going to be a family who takes those things out on a lake. Ha! I love it. That is what we're doing. So January or February, January is over. We did get one in January. I know. And February, we're going to get the other two single-person kayaks and a trailer to bring them somewhere, you guys. That is what we're doing. That's our big goal for February. I love that. Okay, so my last goal is our family growth and relationships. And one of the things that I typically do, my husband and I do, we actually do our goal planning all together. For years, I did it by myself, and then I just started inviting him in, and now I'm very blessed that we do it together. I can't say he was, like, super excited to start at first because <laughs> I'm much more the goal-oriented person in our relationship, but it's been really beautiful to see how he has added to and shaped our goals in ways that I could have never done on my own. So one of the things we do is we sit down and we create our why, or the why that makes you cry, as Lisa Canning would say, and... I thought I would share this one with you guys because I think it's important to know your why behind your goals. Our why behind our family growth and relationships was because we've been entrusted with the love, care, and right upbringing of our children, and we want to use and spend our resources pouring into our family unit. So that's kind of our why behind this goal. 
we kind of get to hit this goal in a lot of different areas like the random fun day and the activity when we hit our prayer goal. And so a lot of those areas get to be hit. But then specifically just in this one, we want to dream and plan about our family reunion trip together as a family and come up with ideas of what we'd like to do along the way and once we're there and on our way back because we want to make use of every second of that trip like we did for our big family road trip around the U.S. Then another area that we're working on simultaneously, actually, is there's a company called the Conqueror Challenge. (laughs) I suckered Tiffany into it this year. I convinced her to join it. (laughs) And they are actually just virtual challenges. But you get a real honest-to-goodness badge that is super high quality and just the coolest thing. And it started in 2020, and my husband and I, I convinced him. I was like, hey, I just saw this thing, and it looks super cool. Like, we've wanted to get moving more as a family. What if we use this as incentive? And so the first badge we got was just their year badge. And so it was the Conqueror 2023 badge. You actually get to pick your own mileage, your own goal for that. And so we just picked, we were like, okay, if it's 2023, let's do 23 miles as a family. That seems totally doable. Um, For all of you high achievers out there, that might seem small, but that was like all I could achieve last year. We made our 2023 goal like by the skin of our teeth at the end of December. (laughs) So when that badge came in though, I cannot even tell you the excitement and the, the dopamine hit that came with that, okay? It was far beyond what I was expecting. My kids were so excited. They were so motivated to keep going. They were so excited about the next badges we were getting. So we were like, oh, we were only planning to do this for the one year and see how it goes. But obviously this was super motivating. So we decided to keep going. So for this year, one of our other goals is to do Conqueror 2024 for 24 miles. But then our kids also have some special badges that they'd really like to go towards. We visited Yellowstone back at our big family road trip, and they have a Yellowstone badge. So that's one of the badges my kids really want to get. There's also a Grand Canyon badge. And so anytime we go out as a family, anytime, if we're all together, we're logging steps. Like, we're, we're like comparing, do you have more steps? Do you have more steps? <laughs> How can we maximize this and be awesome together? And so one of the one of the rules to it, because we realize like if everybody's individually counting their steps, we're going to hit it really soon, but we're not going to change any of our habits. And so for us, we said, okay, in order to change our habits, we need to make this something we do together. So anytime we're together, if we're going to the grocery store, if we're walking up at my mom and dad's house, wherever we are, if we're all together, we're counting steps and that goes towards our goals. And we just choose one badge to work towards as a family. Right now it's the 2024 badge. And then as soon as that one's over, we take votes and we go towards the next badge as well. And so it's just been a really a really exciting and rewarding thing. Like I didn't think getting a little badge in the mail would be as exciting and rewarding as it was. But just seeing it on the wall, I still see it every day. And actually some of the badges are interactive. So when I went to Italy with Tiffany, I actually went towards a badge all on my own. It's the Rome badge. And when I got it, there's a piece that pulls out at the bottom and there's a coin that sits inside and it's the Trevi fountain. And you can like put the coin in and out and then like throw it into the fountain, so to speak. And it's wicked fun. And we probably do that like once a day. It's still a novelty in our house because it just came in not too long ago, but it's just so cool, you guys. It's so cool. And it's just neat to see them up there and to be reminded that we are a family who achieves goals. We are a family who can do hard things. 
And so that's been super rewarding. If you want a code, we'll drop that in the show notes because yes. I think you can get 10% off or you can get 10 or $20 off or something like that. I sent it to Tiffany too. And I was like, okay, look, just give it a try. Just take a look, see what you think. Here's some, here's a discount and let me know. And then she <laughs> messaged me back and she was like, oh my gosh, we bought so many. So I'm super uh, excited six. for her. Six. <laughs> We bought six, but it's super cool. And one of my kids is doing a Thailand challenge, and we actually do check your emails. Yes, I do. That's really okay. neat. So yes. they send postcards that have information depending on, like, where you go. I will tell you, please be careful if you link up your Apple Watch automatically <laughs> because it will automatically, like, let's say you're doing five challenges at a time because you accidentally bought six, and you're like, And you okay. added all of them at once instead yeah. of adding them one at a time. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, kid number one, let's do this challenge. And kid number two, anyways. So just be careful to automatically link your Apple Watch up because it will update all challenges. Yes. And you have to go back and delete them. You absolutely do. Yes. Yep. That is definitely something to note for sure. That is my caveat. But they're cool. And we are going to put that link in the show notes. It is neat. We ended up only getting three to start with. Oh. That was a bit more reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was like $67 when all was said and done when Mm -hmm. we hit the sales for them. And so that was, I thought, really doable. But yes, I think they're super, super fun. They are a little bit pricey, but the quality you're getting is really really good and it's amazing just how motivating that can be. Plus, they have routes that you follow on your phone. And what I did with my kids is as we hit different milestones, we do look at the postcards, but you can actually walk the route on your phone as in the Google whatever the Google guy is that drives around and gives pictures of everything Google Maps. It's very similar to that. And so I actually went to the Rome one and showed the kids my route that I walked with Tiffany and Renee. And it was really cool because it's not just the route that you're walking that they say you're walking, but you can look anywhere in those areas. You can duck down little pathways and little cobblestone streets and see what it looks like. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, I was standing right here with Renee and Tiffany. Like, this is right where I bought your little leather journal. Like, this is right where we threw coins into the Trevi Fountain. This is the little piece pizzeria that we ate at next to the Trevi Fountain. So it's really neat to be able to kind of bring in an experience of traveling without actually being able to travel and take my whole family to Rome. Because it's, I mean, a thousand dollars a plane I mean, (laughs) that's a one day goal. Yeah, it's going to happen. So this next one, super easy Thanksgiving 2040 goal. This is about weekly date nights. This is something you do very well. This is something that I have done pretty well, but usually they kind of coincide with a an appointment for my husband, but we were just broken up with by his vestibular therapist, (laughs) but not for bad reasons, for good reasons. We're going to try not driving an hour each way, hour and a half each way to vestibular therapy, which became appointments that were so like taxing Mm -hmm. physically for him that we couldn't even do a date day. Anyways, so we are going to schedule, put it on the calendar, one date each week doesn't have to be outside the house. We just spoke with Kathleen LeBlanc. I can link that in the show notes. But I was oh, inspired, you guys. So I got all of her free resources, and I am going to use those, number one. And number two, I'm actually going to use her code for a free month in February because it is the month of love. Come yes. on. And we're going to do... A date night. And this is a 2040, a Thanksgiving 2040 goal because I have to prioritize Kevin and I because he has to be there for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. 2040 to be what it should be 
right? Yeah. So that's my one. And the other one, based on my personality type, is probably not one that you would think I need, but actually it is. And this is coffee cozy. It's actually in Norwegian. It's kaffekos, <laughs> which I don't even know if that's how you say it, but I want a little fun in each day and a rest because I don't have that mm-hmm. at all. And so that is going to be in the form of a daily break time, which I am going to have to set honestly different each day. Three o'clock is dangerous for me. <laughs> I don't know if it's dangerous for you, but if yes. I get near bed shape furniture around three o'clock, I'm definitely falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So three o'clock is out. It can't be that time. But this also will include my painting goal, which you guys, I have not painted on my own in months. So I am going to paint three times a week. That is also what I'm going to do as part of this goal. So those are my last two. That's all we've got. All right. So one of the things we talked about, though, earlier on was why are we not going after all of the goals all at once? Because we've got a lot of different goal theme areas. And I think it's worth coming back to to say, how are we achieving that? How are you tackling those? And for me, first of all, we looked at these themes that are really important to us. And then we said, okay, what are all the things that we would really like to do or achieve in these areas? And then we got serious about prioritizing. And we said, what can we do in this first quarter that will coincide with these other things that we'd like to do? And so we really kind of looked across the board and said, what do we have the capacity for? What do we have the financial ability for? And what piggybacks on each other or goes hand in hand with things that we actually can achieve? And then instead of setting this quarterly goal like, okay, for the first week of January, we're doing this. For the second week of February, we're doing this. So instead of doing something every single day, we're just focusing on how can we hit the 30 days of this? And then how can we hit getting this done this month or just this quarter? I think that's brilliant. And some of the reasons that you're doing that are some of the same reasons that I'm doing that too, because you a priority is a word that means one. I think yes. we've lost sight of that, mm-hmm. you guys. Like, it's, it's become priorities, mm-hmm. which that, that is just the nature of the time that we live in. So we should, you know, you should have priorities, but you can't prioritize eight different things. No, you really can't. All at the same time. But and we can't start new habits for our entire family in eight different areas and expect any of them to work out. No, no, you can't. And also, I think another difference between me and you is that I gave myself January. I was like, January is going to be a chill month. I My goal for January was setting the goals for February. That was actually similar to us too. We have a general idea of that, but we're still working through those things because I think that it was worth taking time on the actual goals and really digging in and saying, what's important to us? And can we actually prioritize these things? And in these areas, what can we do? And that takes time. You don't you don't just sit down for an hour and decide on that, especially not when you have a family, especially not when you have multiple personalities and people to think of and different financial states to consider. Like there's so much that goes into prioritizing things in your life that I think it's worth taking time to do so. And there's no rush. We'll get to all the goals. 30 days 
of sleeping in is 30 days more than I had last time, even if I didn't keep up with it and I wasn't consistent every single day for this whole quarter to do that. And so to create more reasonable goal lines or to create more reasonable expectations of what we have the capacity to achieve as moms, I think is so necessary when you're looking at goals. Well, and movement, right? Like even if you're moving 30 days, even if it takes you six months to get 30 days of actual sleep, which if you guys know Brittany, it could. So it's still a movement in the right direction. Yes. And it wouldn't be Brittany's fault if she didn't get that. It would be her (laughs) children. Her children would be waking her up at night. I thankfully have someone on the night shift, so my husband doesn't sleep. He gets to field everything after like 830 because I'm just out. But that that is a real thing, and that's movement in the right direction. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, absolutely. So you said we were going to talk about dreaming about the barns. I think it's worth at least mentioning that before we go. I think so. Okay, we were talking about this is so fun. Have If you have not dreamed with your husband or with your friends or with anyone, like just dreaming out loud, I don't know how it makes you feel, but I'm like, oh, butterflies and rainbows and all the good things. You know? <laughs> it is exciting. Yeah, it is. I I love the idea of the barns, not just because they're barns, because I can't even visualize any of that stuff because I'm not visual. That's not what I do. Here's what I do love. Child labor. <laughs> and that needs clarification. Yes, it does. Okay, so there is a huge labor pool, especially in the homeschool area of children mm-hmm. who are incredibly capable, some starting at 11, some starting at 12, 13, 14, whatever, and they're definitely capable and responsible. Yes. And talented and creative and problem solvers. Yes. Yes, there are. And now there are also state labor laws, which we honestly haven't looked well, I haven't looked into. Brittany probably has. But but what if we could give that group of people actual jobs to do or internships to learn from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about on the way over. So the barns are something Tiffany and I have been dreaming of for, what, five years now? Yeah. And for us, it's a place in our community that offers a lot of creative opportunities and experiences for families. So a fire kiln to learn glasswork and ironworking and a place to watercolor, a place to paint with acrylics and to do basket weaving and just a place where creativity just thrives and we offer classes and we have people come in and we actually have children who do regular business fairs and learn different kind of techniques and things like that and they can come in and they could do a big business fair in the barns and then we sell their wares in our shop and we help build little entrepreneurs and so there's lots of these big dreams that are kind of floating around and one of the things that we've noticed as we kids are getting older is it's a little bit tough to find jobs that work with your homeschooling and that work with our children's needs, actually. And really, one of the only options kids have is fast food or maybe a grocery store. And while those are great places to start, what if we could do something even better? And what if we could start them even younger and say, hey, come in and intern. You can learn how to help run a class. You can learn how to tidy a studio after a class is over. You can learn how to work on finance books. You can learn how all of these different 
life learning lessons, what if you could get a little taste of this, a little taste of what it's like to run a business or to learn these inner workings of the business or the outer workings of the business, just running a cash register, you know? And then what if you could get classes for free? What if that's the way that you earn the classes you want to take? Maybe you want to take music and your homeschool family is big and you can't really afford to do that. So what if we could do that? What if we could have a trade of goods in that way? And we're helping kids learn responsibility. We're helping them learn really good life skills. We're able to get to take part in building and shaping and honing these beautiful people, right? That would be amazing. So the barns are a long time dream and goal. Having a bakery there, having like, it's, it grows and grows every single year. It really does. But, but our kids are so much more capable than we give them credit for, Mm -hmm. I think. And I think there's a way to balance childhood, which is important. And play is important and those things are important. But also keeping in mind that in the past, kids have been responsible for things that we have no, like, I'm thinking about when we read the book with Nathaniel Bowditch in it. Mm -hmm. He was a captain at age 12. He was in charge of a ship. Yes. And men. Like, I think of 12-year-olds that I've met and (laughs) even my own. I'm like, can you tie your shoes? You know, like. This, this is something that I think would benefit not just our families, not just the families in our community, but it's a model that really could go a lot of places carefully kept to keep childhood, of course, always in check, but also give children the opportunity to really expand. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea is not to work them 80 hours a week. Of course not. (laughs) The idea is to invite them in maybe an hour a day. Yep. Or maybe a couple hours a week. Yep. And to let them get a taste of a lot of different experiences, a lot of different creative endeavors that they might not have access to outside of that. And to learn skills. Like, what if we could run a weekly sourdough class? Um, My mom, what if she could teach everybody how to make soap? You know, what if we could offer all of these incredible opportunities that normally are outside of the realm of a lot of people's possibilities financially, and we could do so while building up these little adults? Yeah. So, yeah, the barns, super amazing. I just, like, the possibilities are endless for what we could do with those. Oh, totally. You've got a venue there. You have shops there. You've got... So many things. Yeah. It will. We're going to keep putting it out there. We're going to keep talking about it. Yeah. Keep asking God for it. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that pretty much wraps us up. Do you want to add anything about your personal goals? I just want to tell all the moms out there who are listening, you should make goals. Like you should make some sort of goal, right? And we have a resource to help you do that. It's the deliberate start. And You don't necessarily have to do all the paperwork working up to the actual goals. I highly recommend that you do. But even just set yourself in the right direction. Like Brittany said, get a streak of 30 going. And when you break the streak, consider it a streak freeze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And like Sterling said too, if goals feel so far outside of your realm right now, pick systems. Pick systems in your house. Like goals come in a lot of different colors, shapes, and sizes. You don't have to call it a goal. You can call it whatever you want. But there are all things that our families and our homes could benefit from that could serve us better. And 
mamas, you can have goals still. Like you can still do things within your house. You are the best person suited to make goals for your home, to help your kids with their goals and to do these other things. And we personally, I'm speaking for Tiffany too, but we think moms can change the world. I would say we can. And we are. We are changing the world every day, but we're just not giving ourselves credit for it yet. Yes, we definitely are. Raising tiny humans is changing the world. So that is what we have for goals. We would like you to message us your goal. Absolutely. Or your system or your habit. Message us with one thing that you're going to start. Yeah, on Instagram. Or you can email us at Brittany at thedeliberateday.org. Because honestly, mamas, we would love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, it would mean the world to Tiffany and I if you could drop a review on this podcast. Whatever podcast platform you're on, if you could just leave a review. Truly, mamas, it means a lot to us, not only to read through your reviews, but it helps our podcast get seen more. It helps us grow. It helps us be able to reach out to new guests and to really bring on women who can speak to the heart of what you're struggling with and who know exactly where you're at and the struggles and the hardships that you're dealing with, with the systems you're trying to make or with the anxiety you're feeling or with the stress of having three kids under three or five kids under eight, whatever it is. And so the more we get reviews and the more you guys share our podcast, the more we are able to grow and to continue to give back to you as much as possible. And don't ever, ever forget, you are doing beautiful work.